بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Now we find ourselves in Juz 13 and something uh, worthy of reflecting on in connection with Juz 12. And we find Surah Yusuf, uh, about half is in the latter portion of Juz 12, and then what remains is in the beginning portion of Juz 13. What's interesting to note about Surah Yusuf is that Prophet Yusuf السلام, he was one of 12 brothers, and you find about half of the Surah in just 12, and Surah Yusuf also happens to be Surah number 12. So it's, it's really beautiful how many intricate details we can find in the Qur'an and how many subtle things we can derive from it. It's a gift that keeps on giving and we ask Allah to help us to remain connected to the Qur'an so long as we live and we ask Allah to make that the the primary gift that we pass on to our kids and grandkids and to the youth of the community in general. Before moving on to a few thoughts in connection with just 13, I want to mention a, uh, a brief du'a request. I think many of us know Brother Azad, uh, his wife, Sister Rashida, she recently had open heart surgery. Alhamdulillah, the recovery is going okay. She's uh, out of the ICU at this point, but there's still a long way to go. So we ask Allah to make things easy for them. We ask Allah to make the recovery process easy, and we ask Allah to make things smooth for the loved ones as well. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Moving on to uh, to just 13, when you look at the the latter portion of Surah Yusuf, you find one door opening after another. When you look at the first half of the Surah, you find one challenge after another. And it seems like the challenges are never going to end. But then as soon as Allah sent His grace and His mercy, then things improved and they improved and they improved and they improved and they improved in incredible ways, subhanAllah. We have no time to get into it now, but food for thought on our own individually, when you take a little bit of time to look at how perfect of a mirror Surat Yusuf is, it's absolutely incredible. And you find the different points in the story matching up. So at the very beginning, you have the dream, and all the way at the end, you have the fulfillment of that dream. After the dream, you have his brothers betraying him. Before the fulfillment of the dream, you have the brothers apologizing. So it's incredible how the, the, the story is so beautifully and perfectly symmetrical. We don't have time to get into it now, but it is worth looking into on our own time. What is the, the main dua that we find? Think of everything that he's been through. Think of all the challenges. Think of the several years that he spent as an innocent man in, in jail for a crime that he didn't commit. Ironically, he was in jail because he didn't fall into that mistake. And then things get better and the king has this dream and look at how Allah sends his aid, how Allah can provide for any and all of us from places that we would have never expected that hope has to be there. We may not see it, we may not know where it's going to come from. But the prerequisite for that is taqwa. Step one for us is taqwa. To, to, to rectify our relationship with Allah Azza wa Jal. As a result, 
Allah will give us ways out of difficulties and will provide for us from places we would have never expected. But the onus is on us to take that first step, to focus on taqwa. If we do one, then Allah will do two and three, but it's up to us to start with our own internal conditions. What is the one dua that we find highlighted after everything he's been through? Prophet Yusuf Tawafani Muslima wa Think about this. He's think of the power he has, the influence. Think of think of his situation after everything that he's been through, the downs and then all the ups. What is he asking Allah Azza wa Jal for at the end of his life? Tawafani Muslima wa To die as a Muslim and to allow him to catch up with the righteous. Moving on to Surah Al-Rahad, Surah 13, the ayah that I want to highlight is we find at the end of this ayah, أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Indeed, in the heart, in, indeed, do, do hearts, indeed hearts find rest in the remembrance of Allah. أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ There is no doubt in our daily routines of dhikr, we're going to find tranquility within that but the secret, the Prophet, he taught us, والسلام, in general, and it applies to this specifically, the deeds most beloved to Allah are those that are done consistently, even if they're small. The secret to unlocking the, the, this re- healthy relationship with adhkar is inconsistency. Through consistency, Allah will show you different things that you would not find without consistency. It's that simple and that is a fact. When a person has that morning and evening routine, and maybe they, they feel like a crumpled up paper by the end of their day, and they lay down in their bed, and this could have been a very long day for them, and they remember, I have not done my evening of yet. For those who know, they know, between regarding your state, from the beginning of your adhkar until the end, by the end, it's like that paper is no longer crumpled up and it's been smoothed out and the wrinkles have been ironed out. It makes a huge difference, but the key is consistency. And through that consistency, our hearts will find peace and tranquility. And then the, the, the ayah that I want to specifically highlight from Surah Ibrahim is a very famous ayah that we probably all know the, the, the concept of. Allah says that if you're thankful, and this is when Prophet Musa is telling his people after everything they had gone through in Egypt, now they're out of that situation. And he's telling them, to be grateful, to remain grateful. Shukr, gratitude does not mean everything is perfect. Think of their situation. There were many difficulties. They had been through a lot. But he's telling them, focus on the silver lining and the good will get better and better and better. And this is contextualized at the end of the surah through Prophet Ibrahim salam, And you find this beautiful passage of many ayat clustered together so beautifully, within that, what do you find? Alhamdulillah. You find him thanking Allah Azza wa Jal, the one who gave him children even when he was older in his age. Alhamdulillah. So he, he's taking this concept of gratitude and giving us an example of what that can look like. Let me say Alhamdulillah for this blessing Allah has given me, this blessing Allah has given me, and this blessing that Allah Azza wa Jal has given me. We ask Allah to make all of us from among the grateful. We ask Allah to increase all of us in gratitude. We ask Allah to protect us from being ungrateful. We ask Allah to allow us to die as Muslims and to catch up with the righteous. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Azzati Amma Yasifun. Wa salamun al-mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.